So today's daf is Tetzvav. With today's daf, we will, God willing, finish the uh, first parak. Um, not the first parak, the first Mishnah. Um, and as I said, it's quite interesting. You know, this whole Masechet is about 34 daf or something. And just the first Mishnah, 33, just the first Mishnah covers about half of the Masechet. So, um, but we will soon be turning, starting with the next Mishnah, onto areas a little bit more, um, that feel a little bit more <laughs> contemporary. Anyway, with today's daf, we finish the issues around um, the, the, uh, year, the years for the, uh, uh, for Kumat and Ma'asrot and for Shvi'it and the difference between the various things. Grains, we were uh, told, grains and olives is a shlish. Uh, fruit um, is uh, Hanata. Um, blossoming. Vegetables are picking. The, um, Legumes are hashrasha are enrooting. By the way, I should say that Dov Luria pointed out yesterday that Tosus says that the issue of the um, of the of the uh, of vegetables by picking is really um, he says it's it's equivalent to gmar pre when the fruit is finished developing. It's just that you pick it soon after it finishes developing. And there's one opinion by the legumes also with gmar pre. Um, I as I look continue to look at that Tosus and uh, Tosus on the next stuff that says the same thing. Tosus seems to really mean it like that if you had a, in the sense of if you had the Gemar Pri in one year and the picking in the following year if it actually was separated that you actually would go by Gemar Pri by the vegetables not by Lakita although all of the evidence seems to say picked it before Rosh Hashanah picked it after Rosh Hashanah anyway Tosa's trying to resolve other types of issues wants to reframe that as Gemar Pri anyway those are the different types of things what we have been seeing particularly is is that we've been focusing on fruit which is by it goes by block I mean, the also the way in which fruit is different is that it goes by Echad Bishvat or Tu Bishvat based on Beit Shammai Beit Hillel. Why it should go by that? Tosa says because the assumption is that if it blossoms before Tu Bishvat, it's got all the rain it needed from before uh, the first of Tishrei. After Tu Bishvat, it's getting the rain it needed from this year. Again, to that question of where did it get, it goes by the year from which it got the rain that it needed. So that's the issue about trees. And we've seen now, what our focus is now is about Esrog, because since that Esrog grows and continues to grow, um, you know, at, at all times in the year, continues to benefit from the rain um, at all times of the year um, in some ways it is considered to be like a vegetable specifically in terms of that when it, that the year of which you take the truman and mice throat is determined by the year in which it is picked so when it comes to issues about orla when it comes to issues about shemitah it goes by the blossoming it does not go by the year it's picked when it comes to the issue about which year you take Meister for, it goes by the year that it is picked. Just to make things a little bit more complicated, or less complicated, I don't know, is it goes by the year it's picked, but remember we had the story with Rabbi Akiva, who picked the Esrog after one Bishvat, before two Bishvat, and he did with it like Beitil and Beitshama, he was playing safe, and that got a whole discussion in the Gemara. So you see from there that even though you're going by when it's picked, which is a vegetable thing, by the date of the calendar you're looking at, the Shvat date. You're not looking at the Rosh Hashanah date, right? You notice that? Yeah. So that's a very interesting hybrid. I mean, that's why it's a hybrid as well. But even in the area of Tumut and Maestros, where you treat it like a vegetable and you go by where it's picked, the date you look at is the Tu Bishvat date, just to keep you nice and confused. Okay, so that's what the Gemara is going to sort of turn to now. Let's just get a little bit, a little further, so we everybody gets a little grounded. So it sounds like this. Um, we're at the bottom of. Uh, we're at the bottom of Yudalud. I'm at the bed. I'm a Rabbah So it's about ten lines from the bottom. Line starts with the word Ba, second Ba. 
Um, okay. So Amar Rabba Baravuna, Hasid Amar Rabba Gamliel, Eshogachar Lekitato. So now that Rabba Gamliel, this was actually a debate of Rabba Gamliel and Rabbi Yezer. Rabbi Yezer said it's like a tree in all respects. Rabbi Gamliel said no, it's for maestros, it's like a vegetable and goes by when it's picked. Now that Rabbi Gamliel says that an estro goes by when it's picked, Isuro Kierek. So you were treating it for maestro like a vegetable. Rosh Hashanah Shalotishrei. So against what we said before in the whole Rebbe Akiva story, he is saying, let's be consistent. If we go by when it's picked, we should go by Tishrei, like a real vegetable. So so that's what he says as a statement. Meisrei, I'll ask you on this, that's not what, what, what it says in the Brayta. If you picked an Esrog, just a second, you're paying attention. You picked an Esrog before Tu Bishvat, before the sunset, because they're really Kate Mishetavoh and then you picked it again after the sunset. You don't take two minutes from what you picked before to Bishvat to what you picked after. You don't take from the new to the old and the old to the new. Okay? So anyway, it's clear two things. You go by picking and you go by to Bishvat. Now, just to give another scenario, that's like in the middle of a Shemitah year between years one and two or, or, you know, or four and five where the only difference is is it old or is it new? But there's other times in where it actually changes what type of maestro you're taking. If with year three in the Shemitah cycle, going into year four, so in year three you take Maaser Ani, and in year four you take Maaser Sheni. So Shlishis Maaser Rishonu Maaser Ani. So the stuff you picked from before Tubishvat was you take Maaser Rishon and Maaser Ani. Reviz, and the fourth year, Maaser Rishon and Maaser Sheni. After Tubishvat, you're also, you're, it's a different Maaser you're going to take. You're going to take Maaser Sheni. So in, a diff, in addition to being a Nafka, meaning that you can't take from the old to the new, it's also a question of which Maaser you are taking. And just to make it clear, you know, again, because this is so bizarre, right? Here is Rosh Hashanah, okay? This was, let's say, here are all your various Rosh Hashanahs, okay? So back here was Shemitah. Okay, then you got Rosh Hashanah, you're year one in the cycle. Now you're year two in the cycle. Now you're, this, this is, you know, your third year of the cycle, right? This is your fourth year of the cycle. Okay, so here, like Shemitah was before, was before we got started. So here you're taking Maaser Sheni, Maaser Sheni, here you're taking Maaser Ani, and here you're taking Maaser Sheni. Now, when did you, you picked this thing, this Esrog, not at Rosh Hashanah, but way here, at Tubishvat. Okay, you're picking this esrog at Tubishvat. You draw a nice esrog. That looks like an apple. Anyway, whatever. Okay, you pick this esrog right before Tubishvat. Okay? Even though you picked it four months after Rosh Hashanah, okay, you picked it four months after, um, after Rosh Hashanah, you are still going to be taking, and everybody else, and everything that's growing this year, all the grain that's that's ripening this year, all the you know everything else, you know all the vegetables that are being picked, everything that's happening this year, you're taking maser ani. This esrog that was picked before Tubishvat, you're taking maser sheni based on year three, right? It's only after Tubishvat, only once you get like like a third into the year that you are finally beginning to take maser sheni, which is the maser of this year. Okay, so that's how the Tubishvat matters. Now, by other fruit, that's really true. By 
by all fruit. By other fruit, it would be that, it, that if it blossoms before Tuvishvat, then it's Maser Ani, by the Esrog it goes by if it's picked. And just by the way, to just finish that you appreciate the irony, let's say it's not an Esrog, let's say I don't know what it is, it's a peach, and it blossoms for a lemon, or whatever, and then if it blossoms here, right, let's say you actually pick it here. You're going to pick a peach, right, at the end of year four, and you're going to take Maser Ani. You understand? Wow. Right? This is the Master Shani here. before Tu Bishvat, so it goes to the previous year. Picking needs nothing by fruit, but when you actually come to eat it, because you're not taking Trumas and Mises here, when you actually are ready to eat it at the end of year four, you're taking Master Ani because it blossomed before Tu Bishvat. Okay, so it's very, it's like very complicated. But in Esrog, in a way, it's a little easier because you go, you, it goes by right before you're about to eat it. But even so, even though you pick it, even though you're picking it here a third into the year, you're still taking Master Ani. Yes. Yeah, so move three years ahead to the seventh year. Yeah. You would actually be picking fruit on Shemitah and taking from right, exactly. Taking tithes during the Shemitah, and we're going to get to that later in the stuff. Well, right, right. We're going to get to that later in the stuff. Like totally back to basics. Where does not not even this? Masha Rishon goes where? Masha Shadi goes where? Masha Adi goes where? Okay, Masha Rishon goes. I don't mean who gets the lady. Masha Shadi is Yerushalayim. And Master Ani goes to Ani. Okay. Okay? Great. And then after all that's done, Truma goes to a going. Yeah. Before. Well, before all that. Right. Okay. And Bikrin comes before everything. Uh. And that's just a thing. Uh, um, well, the Orla goes by. Uh, no, the Orla is based on how many years it is since it's been planted, not based on the Shemitah cycle. But it's the same issue when it hits. The first Rosh Hashanah after it's been planted, that's the end of year one, but it only is considered to go into year four after the Tubishrat after it's been planted. So, if we don't assume a Shemitah cycle, we assume anywhere in the year. And we're assuming there's no fruit. Here's where you plant a tree. This is my terrible tree. There's a tree, not a lollipop. Here's where you plant your tree, okay? So here's the first Rosh Hashanah, the next Rosh Hashanah, the next Rosh Hashanah, so here, it's in, after it hits Rosh Hashanah, now it's in year two. It's next Rosh Hashanah, it's in year three. But it's not Revah yet, because you have to go till to Bishvat. But isn't that dependent on how close to Rosh Hashanah you, you planted it, whether it's 30 days before? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's just counting the years. Yeah. Right, that's counting the years. But that's the Orla. Orla is not based on this cycle, that's based on from the top. So when can you start eating this? And then you start eating it, so that's next Rosh Hashanah. This is four. And then you have to wait You have to wait till two Bishvat. The two Bishvat here, then it's con- this is Neta Revai, and then you can eat it. Of the fifth year, right? After two Bishvat, the fifth year. What? Yeah, well, at the beginning, it's two be shot at the end. Yeah, we had that Yeah, why would you do yeah. that? <laughs> Can we get, move on? Okay, so the says like this. Okay, now, anyway, you see there that you go by picking, and you see you go by two bishvat. So the Gemara says, top of Tesvav Amaralev, Man Who do we know goes by picking? Rebbe Gamliel. Rebbe Gamliel holds it. I mean, anyway, the point is it's going by picking that brayta. The Ketani, and it says Shvat. So you see, it has that you go by picking, and it goes by to Bishvat. That was explicit in the brayta. So yeah, it is a hybrid. 
Ela'i Mahahima. Fine. If the statement was said by Rabbi Barafuna, this is the way it was said. Amar Rabbi Barafuna, af al gav, da Amar Rabbi Gamliel, esrog achar lakita kierek. Although Rabbi Gamliel says it goes by kicking like a vegetable, Rosh Hashanah shalom shvat. It still is going to be, we're going to use Shvat as the Rosh Hashanah. So, as opposed to Rabbi Barbar Ravuna's original version of the statement, which seemed to want to make it consistent, <coughs> the evidence is that it's not consistent. It's a hybrid. So now we're reframing his statement to acknowledge that it's a hybrid. That yes, you go by picking by the Esro, but nevertheless, because it's a tree, you're still going to bo- go by to be Shvat. Okay. Now the Gemara says, uh, a little parenthetical comment. Normally, when we give an example about how the thing will differ when it goes from one year to the next, you know, based on what meister you take, it's the example is the second year going into the third. Like when it spoke about picking the vegetables, it says you picked vegetables right before Rosh Hashanah of the second year and then right after Rosh Hashanah and it became the third year. So why there do we normally give an example of second year going into the third? And when we give the example about the Esra, we talk about it being the third year entering into the fourth. I mean, it's all, it's all just an example uh, where the Meister changes, but why do, we change, why do we change the example? So the Gemara says, It's teaching us something in passing. The Esra Yada. That an Esra tree is like the, the handling is difficult for it. The ivy the mimashmashi be kuleyama bishvias, and since you you know the trees are uh, are not protected in shemitah, and everybody is going and grabbing food off of the tree, lo toim peirat plus shenin. It's going to take three years until the fruit starts coming again. Now, if that was really true, it would be a disaster every yeah. year because you'd lose like you know three years of growth. But it basically is saying is. Over here during Shemitah, everybody is grabbing the fruit off of the tree, and it's not going to start regrowing fruit until somewhere here, so it's fit to be picked already in the fourth year. It's going to take it into the third year to start regrowing fruit. So other cases, we could talk about second year going into the third, but this Esrog tree, there's not going to be any fruit second going into the third. It's only going to be fruit to the third going into the fourth. If that were really true, it would be a disaster to own an Esrog tree, you know, to try it, because then it means you're only gaining products like three out of every seven years, you know. Is the Gemara saying that the Esrog tree is different than all other trees, or everybody runs and picks stuff off of trees and during Everybody picks stuff off of trees. The question is that how much is the growth of the, you know, is the, is the, is the tree impacted through that it goes through that. Now, maybe it's true by other trees exa- uh, as well. We're just not giving the example by others. But anyway, it is saying that the estrogen is delicate and it's, it's hurt by this type of a handling. Now, again, maybe it's not saying always, but it's just saying often it will take, you know, for them to fully recover, will take into the third year. So we wanted to give that as the, as the and, example. And you know, I'm not holding on to why is the estrogen singled out like as a yerrick? Because, because it's the, the fruit does, if uh, other trees, the fruit blossoms, it grows, and, ha- and sort of and falls of the tree and has to be picked that year. Right. Whereas in Esrog, the fruit stays on from year to year and whenever the rain is coming, it always it helps the growth uh, of the so fruit. It's, it's so Yerik-like in that regard. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Well, my question is, you know, do we ever say that the Theos has changed? Like, you know, now, 98% of Esrog are in this world and it's thrown out. Right? Yeah. So we say, okay, well, I don't have to take trimmers and muscles. If you want to eat it, you take trimmers and muscles. Because, like, you know, the, the, ch- the chances of, of anyone using it other than the end consumer, no, it's not let's say on the export. I'm telling you what it is. Yeah. Like, why should I have to bother taking trimmers and muscles? All right, I'm not going to get to who the chiv is on them by the trimmers and maestros, but, you know, but there is a general chiv that even, b- that, that before you sell it, you're high of in trimmers and maestros. Um, so, anyway. The point is, like, you know, if I'm 
gathering wood. Something like I have to take roots and muscles on it. Well, because you're not chayim to exercise for seven woods. Oh, you're saying it's not pre? If you yeah. would start considering it not pre, you wouldn't be yodze, because the Torah calls it pre Hadar, and some of the psulim of Esrog are, be- are, are based on the fact that it's not Roy Lachila, it's not considered pre. That would be a psul of an Esrog. All right, let's keep on going. By Mine Rev Yochan Merbianai. Rev Yochan asked Rebbiyanai, Esrog, Rosh Hashanah Shalom Eimasai. When's Rosh Hashanah? Presumably he had the same question, which is if you go by picking, maybe it should be Tishrei. Amalei Shvat. He said to him Shvat. I mean, it's a good logic, Tishrei, but we see in the Brita and the Tanaitic evidence that even in Esrog you go by Shvat. So he said, Shvat, so it's Amalei Shvat. So then he said back to him, Shvat to Chadashim, or Shvat to Tzkufa? Do we mean Shvat of the, Shvat of the month? The month that's called Shvat? Or do we mean Shvat of the season? What does it mean of the season? So, um, so no, there's something called Tzkufa's Teves, right? Because the, the seasons are divided based on the year that, the month that begins them. So Tzkufa's Tishrei is the fall. Tzkufa's Teves is the, what? Winter. Tuvas Nisan is the, Spring and Tzkufas Tammuz is the summer. So Tzkufas Shvat, really Rashi says, means a month into the winter. Okay, so since Tzkufas, so what? No, it's Tzkufas Tammuz, but it means do we go by the month called Shvat? Or do we look at the seasons and say a month into the winter? Okay, this is when the lunar and the solar year are out of whack. So maybe we should go by a month into the winter. Now, it's a bizarre question, right? You could ask that on the whole Mishnah. Every time the Mishnah said, Tubishvat or Tishrei or whatever, say, you know, do we mean, like when it says Rosh, Rosh, when it says Rosh Chodesh Tishrei for all the other Tumas and Mises, maybe we mean the fall. Maybe we don't mean Rosh Chodesh Tishrei. Maybe he's asking this specifically by Esau, because since Esau is so bizarre and has a, such a, like a tailor-made status, Maybe here too, there's a you know even there's not such a logic to go by to be shot. Maybe somehow it makes more sense to focus on seasons rather than months. What's the but he's asking. The date would be the same day. What are you season? talking about? No, it wouldn't. When I you, you, you're telling me every Rosh Chodesh Tishrei comes out when the fall begins. Depends on how the lunar year and solar year are in, are in sync that year. The season is based on the solar year. Right. Okay. okay, so he says, what are we talking about? Months or seasons? Amalei, he said back to him, where am I? Fine. Okay, so he says, you could have asked it on the Mishnah. Again, it would be bizarre, right? Then ask it about Rosh Chodesh Tishrei, by other things, by Tumas and Maestros. I think it was specifically by Esrog, just because Esrog is so bizarre, they thought maybe this would be different as well. Anyway, the conclusion is you go by the calendar date. Okay, continuing in the Gemara. Vaimine Rav Amir of Nachman, Rav Asr of Nachman, Vaimine Rav Yochanan and Rav Yanai. Some say Rav Yochanan and Rav Yanai. Haiser Shanam Uberet Mahu. Let's say it was a leap year. So, that means, again, that the... Now, maybe, again, it's a particular... It's real. Like, any time it's a leap year, the Rosh Hashanah gets delayed a year. You know, but here... the What? A month. A month. What do I say? Right. Um, but, I don't know. Somehow, again, they're thinking... I don't know why it's specifically a question of Tubishvat, because, you know, the month gets added, like, you know, somewhere here. Right? So, the fact that it's a leap, a leap year and the month gets added, right, that pushes off you know, this puts off Tishrei a month. So maybe you should say that that's, you know, that, uh, that maybe uh, the Trumas and Maestros go by, um, what do you call it, by Elul, not by Tishrei. You know, if it's being pushed off. But maybe the logic is the following, is that for the issue of Rosh Hashanah, we know it's going to go by the date, even if there were 13 months here. Mm-hmm. Because that really defines the next year. 
But Tubishvat, which is not like a mark off of a year, this is really a mark off of a year, maybe again it's a little bit more seasonal related, and maybe it should shift based on whether it was a leap year or not. But of course that's just crazy, because if it's a leap year, the whole point of doing a leap year is to adjust the seasons. Mm-hmm. So it's like, Mimanashat, <laughs> if you want to look at calendar date, you should always go by Tubishvat. If you want to be sensitive to seasonal issues, then when it's a leap year, it, adjust, it was to address the seasonal issues. So it's unclear what the Gemara thought the question was, Let's, and why it, again, asks it in this context of Tubishvat, and doesn't ask it, and doesn't ask it in general, right, by the dates, but let's take a look. Yeah, you go by the normal date, that you go by normal years, you don't start making things different because it's a leap year. Okay. I'm a rabbi. Now we're going to have some fun. Okay, it was a, a sixth year Esrog that's going into the seventh year. Um, it's exempt from Meiser and exempt from beer. Beer is a reflection of its status of Kedushas Shriyas, which means it has to be eaten within a certain amount of time. Um, I'm just going to read it, and then not only will I unpack it, the Gemara will unpack it. Uh, a seventh year going into an eighth year Esrog. Ah, yes, you picked it. Petur b'maaser v'chayevus b'biur is exempt from maaser and petur b'maaser and obligated in biur. So um, let's take a look. So hold on, one, I just want to check one thing. Um, one minute. Right. So like, we're assuming that we're talking here about about when you. Um, yeah, when you pick, well, no, let's say when, you go, when it goes by, not when you pick it, when it goes by Hanata. So let's take a look here at the scenario, okay? Oh. So here you have, there's Rosh Hashanah, there's Rosh Hashanah, this is your six, this is your seven, okay? So here is your Esrog, and here is Tubishvat, okay? Now, it was Shishis Shenich Nesolishvias. Just let me just check one thing. Hold on one second. Okay, right. And then you have seven going in days. So, okay, so, so, okay, fine. So what we have is the following. So. We have Shriyat Nichnasa which means, what that means is, is that what's picked here, I'll go up in my tree again, so that's my tree, now I'm getting better at drawing trees. Okay, it's blossomed here, and it was, okay, it blossomed here, and it was, you know, <coughs> you know it was picked here. Okay, all of this happens, like, between the two Tubishvats, okay? <laughs> that's the first case. Shriyat Nichnasa Now, we would say, based on everything that we've learned, that that would be what's the problem. It's all like a sixth-year Esrog, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, but here's the trick, everybody, which is that Esrog goes by picking for um, which halacha? It goes by... Wait, wait, hold on. Now I'm confusing myself. One second. Hold on one second. Let me just make sure I've got this clear. Hold on.
Okay, right, right, I'm sorry. So the scenario is you pick this guy. Okay, sorry. The scenario is that you picked it after Kubishvat, okay? So here's the case, okay, which is the sixth year going into the seventh, okay? It blossomed in the sixth and it was picked in the seventh, all right? So what should be its status? So if you go, that we've been taught, and Esau goes by Rikita, right? Its status should be, it's a seventh year, it's a Shemitah Esrog, right? If, however, th- that's good, but, uh, but, Remember, we said you only go by the Kita for the laws of Tumas and Maestros. By the laws of Shemitah, you go by Hanata. Remember this? Yep. So now we're going to have this interesting hybrid. If we're here, this makes it a six-year Esrog for the laws of Shemitah. So that goes by Hanata. And this makes it a seventh-year Esrog for the laws of for the laws of Maestros. <coughs> okay, are we completely confused now? Yeah. Or do you basically yeah. get that? Okay, it blossomed in here in the sixth, and it was picked in the seventh. Right. right? So, what's its status? So, blo- so for Shemitah goes by Chanata. So, for the Shemitah laws, it's a sixth year Esro. <coughs> Maser goes by Rakita. It's an Esro. So, you may so be taking types of Shemitah for this. Well, well, yeah, you could have that scenario. Because it's for everybody. Well, we'll get to that, okay? So that's this scenario. So scenario number one would be <coughs> would be that it's a six that it's a that it's the six it follows the laws of it follows the laws of, for Shemitah it's a six year fruit and for Meister it's a seventh, okay? Which would mean what would that mean? If you say it follows six year for Shemitah, is there is there laws of B or no? Because it's not a, it's not a, it's not so no kedusha shriyas, no kedusha shriyas, and for Meister, well, for the seventh year fruit for Maaser, do you take Tumas and Meister in the seventh year? No, so that would mean no Maaser. Okay, that would be in that scenario. Now, now let's look at scenario two. Scenario two is. <coughs> blossomed here and was picked here. Okay? So in that case, it is a seventh year for Shemitah, for Shemitah purposes, and an eighth year for Maasim. So, seventh year for Shemitah, does it have Kedusha? It has Kedusha Shriyas. And eighth year for Maasim, it has Tchayim for Maasim. Right? That is so weird. So, <laughs> Are we having fun yet? Let's go. Let's take a look. Wait, 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 let's put that on the final look. Okay? Let's take a look now. Wait, wait, wait. wait. It's, what, in the first scenario, when is it picked? It's picked in the after two weeks on the seventh year. It's, it's picked during Shavis. Yeah. Well, it's always picked during Shavis. The question is when, when during Shavis. Okay. God, yes. You, you more or less have that? All right, let's read that again. Okay, so it sounds like this. Uh, let's try this again. Okay, Amaraba. So it's exempt from Maaser and exempt from Bior. That worked, right? Okay, yeah? yeah. A seventh year that goes into the eighth. So he has it, but he has 
that doesn't work. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. It has to be it grew there, okay, but right, remember our case? But, it, but he has Pturamina beer, so that's going to be the problem. Pturamina Mas there. Everybody's completely yeah. confused, or do you have it? All right. All right. I'm going to let, so now, so let's see the response. I'm going to buy Bishlema Seifa. So Bud's going to start by saying, I understand your second part of your statement, where you say, what do you say by your second part? You say, Pturbimaiser Vichayevis Bibiur, Luchumra. You're being strict. What does that mean, you're, you're being strict? It means that, uh, one minute. Hold on, hold on. Uh, hold on. No, what he means is you're being strict to consider it to be a Shemitah fruit. It starts by the Pchayavis Bibir. Once you're considering it to be a Shemitah fruit, obviously you're going to say Ptur B'maaseh. But I get the idea that in terms of Shemitah, you're fundamentally starting by being strict. El Ereisha Ptur Minabir Amai. But, okay, let's not get caught up in this. Let's look at this. This will clarify it. But the beginning part where you say that it's exempt from Biur. Why do you say it's exempt from Biur? Darmina Zil Basar Chanata. Because you're going by the Chanata, and the Chanata happened before Tubishvat. Ihachi Techayev Vimaser. If that's true that you go by Chanata, why isn't it Chayev Vimaser? Now, again, the obvious answer is because Maser goes by Lakita. But he's saying if you're going by Chanata here to say that it's not a Shemitah fruit, then that should determine, Abai's assumption is the Shemitah determines the Maser. So he says, this I guess. The Shemitah we ruled it has Kedusha's Shemitah. <coughs> that'll determine the Maser, and that will say, meaning we said it should be Chayev the Maser, but Rubba's statement. Rava said it's Pater B'Maser. And that's being stricter? Pater B'Maser. It's stricter because you start with Maser, with Shriyas. That's Abai's understanding. Okay. Here, you start with Shriyas, I get why you say it's Pater B'Maser. But here, I get why there's no Kedusha's Shriyas, but Maser should follow. And yeah. Maser should be, and therefore, there should be Chai B'Maser. Yeah. I don't get why you're saying... Okay, so let's take a look. So that's what he said. So he says, why there are you saying that it is um, that is Chai B'Maser that is that, why did you say Pat B'Maser it should be Chai of B'Maser but it's being picked during Shvid correct? yes and that seems that's really what Rav's answer is but Abai doesn't get it Abai assumes it should all follow the Shvid status so that's what he says um, uh, so you're saying it's a sick it's, it's, it's Pater and Shvid because you go by blossoming so Maser should follow Shvid so why are you saying that it's also Patsar B'maser in that scenario? What do you mean follow Shviz? Because you don't take Think Maser Mean No, follow its status. Its status is no Kedushas Shviz. So since from Shviz it's considered a sixth year, for Maser it should be considered a sixth year. How, you can't consider it a sixth year for Shviz and a seventh year for Maser and have no Kedushas Shviz and no Chiv of Trumas and Maestras. That's a biased question. Logically, that actually works, but he says, no. If it's six years for Shriyas, then it's going to be Chayv and Maser. That's his question. Okay? So, Amar Lay, so he said, back to an interesting, rather than saying a principal thing, like we were drawing on the board, that it could have a double status, he says, I'm willing to agree with you that you go by Hanata consistently. But nevertheless, Yadakol Mimash Mashin Ba, that's Amris to Chayv and Maser? He says, look, even if I concede that Maser logically should follow the Shemitah status, and it should be Chayi and Maser. It should be a sixth-year Maser fruit. But what happens in... I'm sorry. No. 
I'm sorry. No, he's, got, he's talking back to this case, right? Yeah. He's saying right back. This case, he says, you're wrong, Abaye. It says, Shemitah does not follow Shemitah. Shemitah goes by when it blossoms, so it's no Kedusha Shemitah. Meister goes when it's picked, and therefore, no Maser. Okay? Like we said. Your question was, why do I say Pater B'Maser here? Logically, we should say, yes, Kedusha Shemitah blossomed in the seventh year. Yes, Chayat B'Maser picked in the eighth. Right? So we set up here Chayv Master. Why do I say Pasuk Master? He says, it's obvious. If this was Chayv Master when it grew here, what's going to be the reality of this tree? Everybody's going to be, it's going to free access to everyone. Right? People are going to be going and picking it. Right? So when you get over here and you pick and you say, am I Chayv Master? Even though it doesn't have Kedusha Shriya, even though it is an eighth-year fruit, right? It, even though it's an eighth year fruit and now it's not Hefker now as the master says it's not Hefker the reality is that when it was growing uh, it was I, I, you couldn't stop people from accessing it it was free for all and some type of a thing that is everybody has access to is something that is Pater master. okay so therefore so therefore it is possible here that it is because it's a, it has Kedusha Shriya here it's high of the Bior right so then, even so, then therefore, when, by the time you get around to pick it, because it grew in the eighth year, people had access. In the seventh year, people had access. In the seventh year, you can't. You're not going to be chayiv and matzah because it was fruit that was accessible to everyone. So really, really, what you're saying, what really was argument is, in a way, it's it's a surah of tour. It's not the right terminology. In other words, really the view should be there except for an extenuating circumstance you can't prevent people from taking it during the Shemit year. Right. So we're going to act as if it's your pleasure. Did you see what I'm saying? Hold on a second. It's not that the conceptual basis for being Chayev is, is absent. The conceptual basis for being Chayev you know what? You know what? You know what? I'm sorry. I, I, I miss... I, I, I just mis- mis-explained it. Um, I, I was too much being led by the way I wanted to sort of see how it works. Um, I apologize. Um, hold on, I mis-explained it. Rashi says, the way Rashi explains what's going on here is, I'm sorry, is that Rava agrees to Abaye that the, that the Meiser follows, follows Shemitah. So here, in this case, it has Kedusha Shriyas because it grew here. So it is Pasuk master because that follows the fact that it had Kedusha Shriyas. Okay? I'm sorry. So that's the way Rashi says that Abai, Rabbi agrees with Abai, that the Meister follows Shemitah. So that explains this. Abai was happy with this. Once you say it has Kedusha Shriyas, it's Pasuk master that follows. Okay? Even though it was picked uh, after, etc. Here was Abai's question. If it is, um, if it is, um, if it ha- doesn't have Kedusha Shriyas, how could it be Pasuk master Again, assuming master follows Shriyas. And here's where Rav's answer was, look, it's true it doesn't have Kedusha Shriyas, but there's a reality. The reality is that you're having Esrog tree growing in Shemitah. You could be up, jumping up and down and telling people, oh, it doesn't have Kedusha Shriyas because it all blossomed, you know, because it's from the previous year or whatever. But the reality is that people are going to be grabbing at it and taking it anyway. So even though technically it doesn't have Kedusha Shriyas, and therefore it should be Chayv and Masya, if in reality people are accessing it and picking it and, you're not, and it's not a protected tree, you know, you're not protecting the fruit, there's a principle by Masya called Eino Min HaMishumar. So even if it halakhically is not Hefker, 
halachically, because it's a last right. year's tree, it's not hefker. The reality right. is, that during the Shemitah year, people are going to treat it as hefker. Right. And since they're going to treat it as hefker, that's why there's going to be that's why there's going to be no mas. It's, it's as if there okay. were a category something like a huge she'ena dam yechola amodva or something like. That. Uh, yeah, but it's more about the nature of the fruit not being not being protected. So here's the thing: I actually am jumping ahead. What I actually explained, I think, is a simpler way of understanding it. I mean, it's simpler, but, you know, one law for, one status for Shemitah, one status for Maser. The Gemara now is not looking at the Lakita. The Gemara now is assuming that Maser follows Shemitah. So Abayi says, I get here what you're saying. Kedusha's Shemitah, because it grew here, therefore no Maser. But here, when it, in this scenario, forget Lakita, if it has no Kedusha's Shemitah, it should have Maser. So how come you say no maser? And the answer is, since people are accessing it and picking it, and it's basically, you know, you can't protect it, then even if halachically it's not hafgar, you can't be obligated in maser. Yes? Yeah, I mean, that's about halachically. You know what you're saying? If you had a whole orchard of escrow, yes, and, and you could close it and not allow it. Um, right, that's an interesting option. Right, if your escrow tree is growing amongst other trees, you can't stop people. If you have an orchard of estrogen trees and you could stop people, it would be different. And the answer is, you're right. It's not Hefzer, but it's not Mishumar either. It's not something that's protected. And since in practice it's not protected, it's going to not be Chayav and Maser. But if you could protect it, it would be different. Okay, so I'm sorry if I confused you a little bit. I was trying to focus on the Lakita. At this stage, the Gemara is ignoring that. And it's saying that Maser follows Shemitah. So in this scenario, it's a Shemitah fruit, so since it's a Shemitah fruit, even though it's picked in the eighth year, Maser follows, and therefore it's Pater the Maser. So who in this it? scenario, let me just say it again, in this scenario, it's a sixth year fruit, so even though it's picked in Shemitah, it should follow the sixth year, and it should be Chayv and Maser, and Abayi's question is, why is it Pater and Maser? And the answer back is, because everybody is accessing it anyway, so therefore it's Pater and Maser. So when Abaye says, who's he saying that to? No, Rabba's saying that back to Abaye. Or Rabba. Rabba's saying, I don't get what you're, what you're saying. Technically it might be not Hefker, but if everybody is accessing it, how could you think that it should be Chayim and Maser? The reason I'm saying Pater and Maser is because in practice you can't protect pe- stop people from getting at it. Okay? All right, so now the Gemara goes on. Let's take a look. Mesve. Um, I'll ask you... Well, no, I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Rabam Nuna Amar, Bas Shishis Shenichnas Elishviyas Laolam Shishis. It always follows the... It always follows the the Shviyas status. So a sixth year going into a seventh year has a full status as a sixth year. And would be a full status of a shemitah of uh, of, of, of a, a non shemitah, which means that it would be chayiv and maaser. and the seventh year going into the eighth year, it always follows its shemitah status. So in that case, it would be pater b'maaser. Okay. Mesli says, I'll ask you on this, Rabbi Shimon, you don't know, Shimon, Rabbi Shimon, the same scenario, six going into seven, Pshurmina Maser, Pshurmina Biur. It's exempt from Maser and exempt from Biur. So, exempt from Biur, we understand, it's a six year fruit. Why is it exempt from Maser? She'ein l'chadavar, she'chayev b'maaser, nothing is chayev b'maaser, elen ken gadal b'chiyuv, v'niyokat b'chiyuv. So here, note, this is sort of more the direction I was going. Notice that, you know, his, his, his language is not Yadakol Mimas Mashimba, that it's in Pacher and Maser because everybody has access to it. It's Pacher and Maser because it was picked in the seventh year. And by Maser you go by 
when it was picked. That was the approach I was putting out, but that's not what we've been saying until now. Until now, we've been focusing on what is its Shemitah status based on when it blossoms. Okay, but he says it's exempt because it was picked in the seventh year. Seventh year going into the eighth year. It's exempt from both. Now, we exempt, I guess we get why it's exempt from Maser because it is, um, you know, um, well, let's t- because it's a Shemitah fruit, right? Because it grew in the seventh. But why is it exempt from Beor? She'en l'chadavar, she'chayev v'beor, nothing has Kedusha Shviyas, elin ke'en gadal b'shviyas, v'nilkat b'shviyas. So now what he is introducing, as opposed to this approach, which basically, Rabbi and Rav's approach says you go by when it blossoms, and you go by Shviyas, and it's Shviyas status determines, he is saying, you look at two points. When did it blossom, and when was it picked? And only when both of those happen in a chiyav circumstance is it chayav. All right? I hope everybody is thoroughly confused. So he says, um, so the Gemara says like this, Reisha kashil rafam nuna. Save the bein the rabba bein rafam nuna. The Reisha, which has it growing in the sixth and picked in the seventh, that says that it is going to be, um, that it is going to be um, exempt because it is picked in the seventh, that is consistent with, like, you know, Rabba's approach, right, which is, uh, which says that it's exempt when it, <coughs> that in this scenario, right, in Rabba's case, if we sort of bracket what the logic is for a moment, right, Rabba says in this case, right, six going into the seventh, what did Rabba say? Six going into the seventh, he said it is, it is no pure because it has no caduceus shriyas, and it says also no maser, because he said, Rabbah said the reason was because Yad HaKolmimash Mishin. Okay, that was what Rabbah said, right? Everybody remember that? Mm-hmm. Right? And Rav Hamnuna said, Rav Hamnuna said, no, it all follows Shemitah. No Biur. So if it's not a Shemitah fruit, yes to Maser. Right? Right? Because it follows its Shemitah status. Okay? This writer said, no Biur, because it's a Shemitah fruit. And no mass there because it was, not for this reason, but because it was picked in the seventh year, focusing also on when it was picked. Well, that's consi- at least the bottom line is consistent with Rava, but it contradicts Rav Hamnuna. Rav Hamnuna says yes, mass there, and this says no mass there. That's point number one of the price. That's the ratio is Kasha. So he, here we have a Kasha and Rav Hamnuna, because Rav Hamnuna says yes, mass there, and this says no. Now, the Sefer says, in this case, seventh going into eighth. So what do we have in the Sefer? Rava says in the Sefer, Yes, Dior, because it's a Shemitah fruit. And no Maser, again, assuming that Meister follows Shemitah. And Rav Hamnuna says the same. Everybody agrees here that it's fully a seventh fruit. Okay, yes, Dior, and no Maser. What does the Brita say? This Brita says, because it grew in the seventh and was picked in the eighth, it, it has no Dior, because the Kedusha Shviyas it requires that it both grew in the seventh and picked in the seventh. So the Seifa says no Bior because it was, it was picked in the eighth. So that's a Kasha both to Rava and to Rafa Nuna. Okay? So, um, same Kasha, Bain the Rava, Bain the Rafa Nuna. So the Messiah says, you're right. Tanahi, this whole issue is a debate of Tanahi. The Tanya, we talk about the I'm Rabbi Yossi, Aftumis, Hei, Nishum, Chanisha, Zekanim. Aftumis testified in the name of five elders. Ezrog, Acher, Lekitato, Lema'aser. You go by when it's picked from Asa. That's what we've been saying. But our rabbis took a vote in Usha and said, No, it goes by picking both Meiser and Shviyas. So Meiser, we haven't been talking about Shviyas. Like, what are they arguing about? The first opinion didn't mention Shviyas. 
So we have to interpolate and figure out what the first opinion was saying. Kisuri Machsre, if we use missing some words, the Hachitani, and this is what we're saying. Esro The Esro goes by picking for Maser and blossoming for Shriyas. That's what we've been assuming. And our rabbis voted Usha and said, No, even for Shriyas, you look at the issue of picking. Which means what? That the reason here that he said no Bior, why did he say no Bior? Remember why this brightness said no beer? It said no beer because it was it was blossomed in Shvius, but it was picked in the eggs, and therefore no beer. So what does that mean? That, is that means that even answer. for laws of Shvius, it matters where it was picked. That's the first time we're saying that even for pure Shvius laws, it matters where it's picked. So it says, okay, we don't hold that way. We hold that for Shvius laws, it only matters when it was blossomed. So that gets rid of that position that says that for, it doesn't have Kedusha Shviyas because it was picked in the eighth. For Shviyas, that doesn't matter. Here, okay, we are basically, you know, here we are going by, because it does go by when it blossomed for Shviyas. So here they can agree that it's a sixth year. And the whole debate about Master was the fact that in practice, it, it was accessible to people and they couldn't protect it from people. Okay, but everybody, but, so that's what Rav and Rav Amnuna are debating. But the fact that the Brita sort of focused, overly focused on picking for Shemitah, that's not relevant to them. That's a different opinion. You'd have that same problem with that rejected opinion there as well, right? In other words, the one that, um, the one that uh, blossomed during Shemitah and then was picked during Shemitah, while it was still growing during Shemitah, it would not be Hefker, because there's no Beor, right? Um, you have the same problem. Yada called both. Right, but here it is actually has to do just three. <coughs> the one that you just crossed out, there's no Bior, right? There's no uh, Bior, that means that there's no he- it's not Hefker. So you'd have to protect it also, that's to be Meshumar. So it's the same problem. Uh, I, I can't process that okay. right now. Okay, fine. Anyway, the one sounds like this. Okay, Itmar was taught. Rabbi Yonah Meish Lakish, Ami Tavai, Rabbi Yonah Meish Lakish both say, Esro Bashishish, Shenechnesor, Shriyas, Lo'olam Shishis. So again, not like Raba, they say once it has once it blossomed in the sixth year, it has kedusha. It, 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 for since for for for, for shemitah halachas, it's the sixth year. It's a full sixth year status, even presumably for the maaseh that follows. He also rubbed the name of Yochanan. When rubbing came here, he said the name of Yochanan. If it's six, you're going to seventh. A few kizayis, even if in the sixth year it was only a tiny size, the size of an olive. The nasa kikar, and by the time that it was the seventh year, like it had grown to the size of like a loaf. Nevertheless, it has the obligations of maaser. So again, in this case, right, since here, even if it was a tiny little little olive size here, and then it became huge during shemitah. Nevertheless, you say, ah, it's got to be a Shemitah fruit. Like, look at it, the whole thing grew during Shemitah. No! It blossomed before Tubishvat. It's a sixth year. And once it's a sixth year for Shemitah, we assume that Master is going to follow as a result. And therefore, it's going to be Chayav and it's going to be Tevel. Tadarabanan. Okay. Elon Shechanta, we're almost done. Perosa Kodim Tubishvat, Mit Aser Lishana Sheavra. If it blossomed before to be shot, now we're no longer talking about an estrog, thank God. We're talking about a normal tree which goes by blossoming. If it blossomed before to be shot, it goes for the previous year. After to be shot, the following year, or really means the current year. When is this true? If it has two um, 
a brecha is really a word used by pigeons, which means like a uh, what's it called when you have a, cl- a cluster? No, when pigeons like lay a clutch, right? Is that the word? A clutch of a, of, of, of pigeons or something? The, I brood. A brood. Okay, so it's a word borrowed from pigeons when they lay us when they like lay a bunch of eggs. So it's uh, so when is it true when they have two layings in a year? Okay. Um, um, so the Gemara says, "Stay brechos What do you mean two layings? It's a tree. It's not a pigeon. Like two layings, meaning when it gives forth fruit twice in a year. But a tree that only produces fruit at one time in the year. You go into kalim like palm trees, vizetim and olive trees, v'charuvim and carobs." Even if it was before Tu they are this year's fruit, not next year's fruit. Now, this is a radical rethink. I, I will tell you. So, everything has been, I mean, besides that Esrok has been confusing the heck out of us between whether it's blossoming or picking, but at least with the one thing we had clear was trees go by Tu Now he is coming and confusing it all, and he's saying, look, and this should remind you of the discussion about legumes and the idea of making the dates based on convenience rather than on some logic. Because he says like this, he says, remember by legumes, we said it really should go by when you picked, but they're picked at all different times, so we want to make a fixed time so we go by when it takes root. He seems to be saying the same thing by trees. And he's saying it really should go by when it's picked. So if you have a tree that really only all ripens at the same time and is picked at once, we're going to go by when it's picked. When have we been saying to be shvat? That's because trees, they blossom at, you know, because, because trees that have, that have fruit at multiple times in the year. So there, because the time that it's picked will be over multiple times, we want to pick a time that's more single and centralized, fixed. fixed so we'll go by blossoming. Right. Okay? That sort of seems to be his, his logic here. Um, but, you know, the problem is that he doesn't switch between the issue of picked versus blossoming. He speaks between the issue of Tubishvat and Rosh Hashanah. But I assume that it is something that is similar in the sense of that, um, in, the, in, in the sense of, what do you call it, in the sense of what happens, here. let me erase all of this, what happens at that time. So if you've got a tree... Oh, just get this out. If you've got a tree, again, I'm just using the example of the uh, legumes as another case where we change things in order to get a fixed time. So by the legumes, because it was over multiple times it was picked, we want to focus in on Hasrasha. By the trees, what he's saying is, if you've got a case, here's Rosh Hashanah and here's Tu Bishvat, okay, and most trees, let's say, blossom around here, that seems to be the assumption why we pick Tu Bishvat, because this is the primary time of blossoming, Okay, so that, and let's say though they're picked at multiple times. Here, uh, not, I keep on doing picking. Okay, they, it says, but it says, the reason I'm saying it is because he says, Gemar, like it finishes, right? It has, you know, when, when is it producing? It's kind of like Gemar <coughs> here, and then you've got another Gemar here, right? If it has multiple times of where, where, where the fruits ripen, right? That shape create Brechot Bashana, ripens multiple times. So you don't want to go by the Marpri. Or you, uh, uh, you don't want to go by... Um, oh yeah, I'm confusing myself. Um, if you go by Rosh Hashanah, and you focus... Well, I guess it's both things. If you go by Rosh Hashanah and you focus on the Marpri, it's going to be all over the place. So what you rather do is you focus on the blossoming and you focus on Chubishvat, which makes it into a single time. But if it's something that has only one 
Um, um, break up a shana and totally confusing myself. Is this the other way around? No. Hold on. I can't understand how this makes sense unless it's both going by Rosh Hashanah and going by Gemara Pri. One minute. Um, hold on. No, I think I am saying it right. One minute. Yeah, no, I am right. Abba Bishachantu Parasam Kodin Tubishvat Mit Asrin Lishanaha Ba'a which means one minute um, yeah I think Rashi is implying that you would go by Gemar Pri one minute yeah Rashi is implying that you would go by Gemar Pri okay I'm going to assume that without okay right 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 Right, I don't think he's saying Rosh Hashanah. He is saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry if I'm confusing everybody. He is saying you go by Gemar Pri. Okay, let's let's try this again. Okay, so here, here's the way it's saying is that normally, if it has multiple times in which the trees are finishing, the Gemar Pri multiple times throughout the year, right, two or more, then you're not going to want to focus on Gemar Pri. You're going to want to focus on a fixed time, which is blossoming, which is to be shrouded. And therefore, we'll go by that. But it only blossoms once. Presumably, it only blossoms once. But if it only has one type of Gemar Pri, then he's saying, then we will just go by Gemar Pri. So even though it blossoms before Tu Bishvat, Mitasrim you're going to go by not when, by when it blossomed, but by when it finished. So, well, you know what I said last time? I thought I made a mistake. I was wrong. I was right the first time I was saying it. I'm sorry I got it all confused with Rosh Hashanah. But this is exactly like the issue of the legumes where if you pick it over multiple times, we want to fix it one earlier time. And he's saying the same thing. Why do we fix it at blossoming? We fix it at blossoming where there are multiple times of Gemar Pri. But if there are not multiple times of Gemar Pri, there's only one type when it finishes, when, it, when, when it's picked and when it ripens. Then we're only go, then we're not going to focus on the blossoming, and we're going to focus on the gemar pre. So even though it blossomed before Tu Bishvat, mis asrim l'shana haba'a. Okay, is that finally a little? I'm sorry for the confusion, but everybody more or less clear. If there's multiple times it finishes, we don't want to f- focus on when it finishes. We want to focus on when it blossoms. If it only finishes, if it only finishes once, if it only has one sort of produce in the year, we're going to focus on the produce and not on the blossoming. State Rechot really means Rechot Harvey. Yeah, not limited to here, right. Right. Okay, so let's take a look. I'm Rabbi Yochanan. The people practiced by Haruvim like Rabbi Nechemia, and they didn't go by when it blossomed. They, go by, they went by when, it, since that was, only had one ripening of the fruit, one, um, then they went by the ripening, not by when it blossomed. Okay, again, this indicates, by the way, that trees are rabbinic. If we can play around like this and shift between blossoming and finishing, obviously it's going to be because we have total latitude here because it's rabbinic. Which is a certain type of a... Um, um, how, how do they translate Benos Shuach over there? Uh, white figs. White figs, thank you. So the, their Shemitah is um, two in the second year because it takes three years for them to ripen. Okay, which means that you have a year, you've got, here it is a Shemitah year. Okay, this year was a Shemitah year. 
okay? And it's going to take two years to ripen, so wait here, you're going to be in year number two and picking these figs, and they're going to have Kedushas Shvias, because it took them three years to ripen. What does that show you? It shows you that you go by blossoming, not that you go by picking, okay? And presumably, <coughs> this is one of those things that has only, that doesn't have multiple, pro- multiple, uh, you know, uh, products, you know, multiple times, and nevertheless, you're going by blossoming, you're not going by picking. So he says, Ishtik, he was silent, he didn't have a response. You're right, according to his logic, it shouldn't have gone by blossoming, it should have gone by picking, by, uh, by the finished fruit. Why was he silent? Why didn't he say back to him? No, I told you this was the position of Reb Nechemia. So you're telling me that there's a rabbinic position against it. So what? That's not a question to me. I'm still telling you the Reb Nechemia position. So he says... Uh, because no, because the response that could be how are you entitled to leave a, a larger position of the rabbis that's the more majority position and go by this Rebbe Nechemia idea that says that if it only has one product not multiple, you know, not multiple products that you go by when it's finished what allows you to do that if the majority position is you always go by when it blossoms so, so he says, Why didn't he say back to him, I didn't say the halacha was Reb Nechemia. I said the people practiced like Reb Nechemia. You're telling me, oh, oh, but halachically, we go by the rabbis. I agree we go by the rabbis that you go by Hanata. I was just telling you that there's a common practice out there, not that it's the halacha, but that there's a common practice to go by Reb Nechemia. So, the Amalei, because he, he would say back to him, <laughs> I don't get it. If halachically, the real halacha is, you go by when it blossoms, how could you just casually say, oh yeah, but the people are going like Red Nechemia and they're going by when it ripens. How could, you, how could you allow that? If there's a real halacha that it goes by when it blossoms, you shouldn't just casually mention that the practice is in violation of it. So Malay, why didn't you say back to him, look, now we get to this issue of Rabbanan or Daraisa. When was I saying it to you, Masih Haruvim, Durabanan? I was talking about Meiser. Meiser by trees is rabbinic. So since Meiser by trees is rabbinic, we can be a little bit more flexible, and therefore we can sometimes go by Gemar priest, sometimes go by Hanata. That's why, Atam at least your example of when Shemitah applies, Shemitah by trees is biblical. Meiser by trees is rabbinic, but Shemitah by trees is biblical. So by Shemitah, of course, we would go by Hanata. My whole idea that we would go by Gemar Pri was when it was rabbinic, when it was about Meiser. Ela Amr Rabbi Ava Kohen. So Rabbi Ava Kohen said, "Mehani im Yeshiva Reish Lakish Lechuvazu." I'm astounded if Reish Lakish challenged Rabbi Yochanan. So the Gemara says, "In Yeshiva, what do you mean if he challenged Rabbi Yochanan?" Haosa, he did challenge Rabbi Yochanan. The problem was that Rabbi Yochanan was silent, didn't respond. So Ela Ema. So what, no, what I mean to say is, in Kibla, Rabbi Yochanan, in low Kibla. Just because Rabbi Yochanan was silent doesn't mean that he didn't have a response. Sometimes you're silent because you don't think that it was a decent question. So Rabbi Yochanan was saying his idea about Mats there, and he was challenging him on Shriyas. He didn't bother to respond. Okay, so we got a little bit confused at the end, but just to summarize, we've seen a lot. We've seen that trees go by blossoming and by Tubishvat, but we've challenged it in two ways. First of all, we said that by esrog, sometimes that goes by picking, and that what we've also said is, is that by trees that 
finish only once in a year, maybe they don't go by blossoming, maybe they actually go by when they finish. That, anyway, besides the issues of would that matter whether it's Shemitah or Maser, what's the Rabbana and what's still Raisa. So, just so that we ended on a nice, confused